Lesson one, basic hip. Welcome to the jazz session. I'm Jason Crane. The jazz session is presented by AllAboutJazz.com, the web's leading source for jazz news, reviews, MP3 downloads, and more. Every episode of the show is available for free in iTunes and also at thejazzsession.com, where you'll also find links to help you purchase the music that you hear on the show and a donate button so that you can donate directly to the show. And let me just say this about that, as Richard Nixon might have said at one point. Uh, this is the deal. Uh, I could definitely uh, use your assistance in keeping the jazz session going. The show is free, and uh, it always will be, but that is not to say that it's free to produce, uh, and it is, in fact, not free to produce. So uh, any little small amount that you would like to give me, $10,000, $20,000, million, anything like that, just what you got in your couch cushions, $50 million, all of that would be uh, very, very much appreciated by yours truly and would allow me to uh, live the lifestyle to which I would like to become accustomed. So if you feel like uh, the jazz session is something that you really can't live without, you wake up every Monday morning and think, my God, who's in the jazz session today and how quickly can I find out? Then if you're that person, send me a little bread. It's very simple. Thank you so much. Much appreciated. Some number of months ago, could have been a year, could have been less. I went to see uh, Vijay Iyer's band at Jazz Standard in New York City. And playing with him was Stefan Crump, who really amazed me. I had never seen him before, uh, obviously heard him many times but uh, in, in recordings, but I'd never seen him uh, in person before and was just really blown away. And then uh, not all that long ago, uh, Stefan's trio CD, uh, Reclamation, came into the mailbox, and this features uh, Liberty Elman and Jamie Foxx on guitars, Liberty Elman on acoustic guitar, and Jamie Foxx on electric guitar, along with Stefan Crump on acoustic bass. And the album uh, is, is just as good as, uh, as I would have hoped from that lineup. It's, it's really impressive. It begins uh, this way with uh, a tune called Memphis, which is also the name of the city from which Stefan hails. So here's Stefan Crump with the Rosetta Trio from the album Reclamation. This is Memphis.
My guest is Stefan Crump. He and the Rosetta Trio have a new album called Reclamation that just came out and uh, is fantastic. And it's my pleasure to welcome Stefan to the show. Thank you for being here. Thank you, Jason. It's my pleasure. I know uh, a little bit about the the origins of this band, but for folks uh, who don't know, will you talk about how the trio came together? Yes, I had I've known uh, Liberty and Jamie uh, both for ten to fifteen years, depending on which one. And um, I had played with with each of them in various contexts, but they they hadn't known each other um and in i put the band together in about 2000 late 2004 to play some music that uh, that i had written in the weeks and months uh after september 11th um which we which we experienced and lived through here in in brooklyn and uh lost a, a close friend uh, in the towers, and so I, this, these fragments were coming out of me uh, over over the course of months, and I was recording them, and then eventually started compiling um, some some songs, um, some pieces, and I knew I wanted to take a different approach to experimenting with these. Um, and I thought, I thought, uh, well, I'm going to get my my two good friends and uh, two of my favorite musicians together, and who who both play guitar but are are quite different. And I had a hunch that their their musicality would would be compatible, and that uh, that hunch has been bearing fruit ever since. So when you were composing the music that became the first album at the in the compositional process you hadn't yet decided that it was going to be a, a two guitar and bass trio is that right that's correct yeah i was actually it was all happening the name of that record is rosetta by the way um it was all happening in our our home studio mostly at the the fender Rhodes piano um and i was i you know when the, when when these pieces were were uh sort of in their incubation stage i wasn't i wasn't really thinking about uh the final product i certainly wasn't thinking about instrumentation i was just uh i was just getting some stuff out um it was it was in some ways different from from uh well similar to similar to how i often compose it was it was definitely a lot uh it, 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 it was it was unique how, how it was it was happening, but uh, it was so so the the, the two guitar concept uh, was not at all on my mind then and um, but listening back to our first I record all our rehearsals and listening back to uh, to the, those first rehearsals with the bass in the middle and and one guitar on either side I've. I discovered that there was something really magical about it, something that 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 really shimmers with that uh, that lineup.
when you did decide on the instrumentation, did that require going back into the compositions uh, to kind of look at them in a different way, knowing then how who was going to be performing them? No, it was really a, a process of working working on the music with the guys, and you know I like to to leave them a good amount of leeway. I mean, it 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 depends on the specific piece, of course, but but I like to to leave them room to express themselves, you know, on multiple fronts, and and um, so some of the tunes had more, you know, there are areas that where the parts are more specifically delineated, and then there 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 are other tunes where where the guys were were uh, really coming up with their own approach to uh, to the arrangements. any feel for what it was like um, for Liberty Elman and Jamie Foxx to, to work together um, in, in this ensemble? It seems like a, it could be a, a, I don't know, a somewhat delicate dance to have two guitar players uh, in the same band. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is. It, it's, it's funny, though. It's, I mean, if you look at if you look at classic rock, I mean, it's a pretty, it's a pretty, it's a pretty classic lineup, two guitars, you know. Um, but, but yes, in this, in this context, there's, there's, um, you need, you need really evolved musicians who are highly empathetic and, um, and, and deep listeners, you know, and these guys are both, um, while they're different, um, they do have a lot of overlap in in their sources of inspiration and and what they bring to the music and and uh, you know I also had a hunch that they would really appreciate each other as people um, which they do now they're now they're good friends as well and um, they're you know they're just they're just great musicians so it it, it works you know they're paying attention to we're all we're all really listening to each other so you just uh that, that's the only way this can work i don't know if this is a stupid question or not but is a is a personal connection between the musicians important for the music to work yeah that's not a stupid question um uh i don't uh, a personal question, uh, a personal connection outside of music, not not necessarily. I mean, I've, you know, I'm just thinking of my own experiences. I've certainly been, uh, I've had 
really exciting, great musical uh, interactions with people I, I just met, you know, on the bandstand or in the studio. So, um, so I'd say not necessarily. On this uh, on this new record, Reclamation, uh, given that you had already uh, spent so much time uh, performing and recording together, did it allow you more freedom compositionally, or to come in with maybe with less, either less defined parts or more kind of collective uh, composition? Yeah, I mean it, it 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 it's been exciting for me to to. Um, you know, when I started coming at, at at making this record, just because the group, the chemistry of the group has developed so much over the last uh, five or six years, and um, we, you know, we've done some other recordings and, and lots of touring, and um, so I, you know, with this with this newer material, in some sense, in some cases, I was definitely thinking okay uh, this is for Rosetta Trio I'm you know let me think about how these guitars are specifically interacting and whatnot um, but but there there you know as usual there there was plenty of material where where it wasn't uh, spelled out for them and we just uh, just takes a lot of a lot of rehearsal that's for sure <laughs> <laughs> Did the uh, did the music on this record come from the same kind of inspirational approach to composition as the music on Rosetta? Well, the 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 original Rosetta material, like I said, was mostly tied to 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 September 11th and and the the the, the time immediately after. So that was very specific. Um, but yes, in a sense, the, the answer is yes. I mean, most of my my uh, composition is inspired by experiences, um, a lot of experiences, visual stuff. Uh, you know, music's very visual to me. So um, there's some of that, and um, there's some political inspiration to some of the pieces on Reclamation. Um, and then there's one piece, the extended piece, Pernambuco, that was actually um, I didn't I didn't have the initial idea for it myself. It was actually uh, it was commissioned by New York Guitar Festival and 92nd Street Y for a Brazilian guitar marathon. So I was uh, tasked with um, with making us fit into a to a uh, an all-day concert of nothing but brilliant Brazilian guitarists. <laughs> and here we were, the three of us in this mix. And I had a few months to work on it. And so I wanted to, um, you know, it was, a, it was a great challenge to come up with something that felt uh, appropriate to the circumstance, but also honest to, to who I am and, and um, um, which for starters is not Brazilian. So, um, so I took the angle of of wood, which is uh, which I've spent. Uh, well, obviously my instrument is wood, and the the specific wood that I was referring to in the piece, or inspired by in the piece, is the wood that my bow is made of, uh, Pernambuco. Um, but uh, I have I come from a long line of 
woodworkers and tinkerers. So um, that was that was that was an, an inspiring process coming up with that piece. You're not from the Portuguese-speaking part of Memphis? <laughs> not at all. Not at all. How did, you, how did you come to get that commission in the first place? How did they know to, to reach out to you? Yeah, well, David Spellman, who runs New York Guitar Festival, has been uh, a longtime fan of, 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 of my, my uh, bass playing and composing and Rosetta Trio in particular. And also my wife, Jen Chapin, who's a great singer and songwriter. And he has, year after year, um, almost every year he throws us a few bones and, you know, invites us to, to, do, to do some interesting, challenging projects uh, around the guitar festival. So, um, and this was, uh, you know, he sort of upped the ante on, on this one. I don't remember if it was earlier this year or toward the end of last year, um, but I had a chance to see you uh, with Vijay uh, and his band in New York at the Jazz Standard. And one of the things that impressed me most about watching you, that was the first time I'd ever actually seen you play, although I'd obviously heard you play many times, but uh, about watching you was the kind of, um, I don't know, maybe everybody has this, but it seemed like you had a, a, an, a very intensely physical connection to what you were doing, uh, a very expressively physical connection to playing the music. Uh, and I just wanted to ask you about that, about the way you touch the bass and play the bass um, and kind of emote on stage. Well, I, you know, I do, I do get quite a lot of commentary on that, um, which is, which is, you know, in, in one sense, it's a little awkward because I, I don't want to be, I don't want to become self-conscious about my sort of physical presence uh, um, when I'm playing because I, you know, I don't want it to become, I don't want it to, 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 to get anywhere near becoming a thing, you know. So I try to lead people away from focusing on that, but, but I think what it comes down to is um, 
Well, I mean, A, the bass and the way I approach it, the way I have my instruments set up and, um, and the instrument, you know, playing the bass is a very physical task and, um, and, and a lot of, um, the, um, you know, in that group, well, in any group I'm playing in, I'm, I'm very interested in the, the visceral aspect of music, I think. I think music, um, at at at, at uh, you know, at its starting point, needs to feel good. And I'm always um, focused on making sure the notes that I'm offering are coming from the deepest place <laughs> um, in me. And and um, and so that's just. It's just, uh, I guess it's just a product of that, 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 that process that I'm going through. Yeah, and I, and I want to be clear that not only did I not find it distracting or, or a thing in some way, but in fact I found it really refreshing because sometimes I get a little tired of the kind of like uber-professionalism that you're sometimes confronted with in the performing world in jazz or any place else where, where people almost seem a little reticent to show that they are in fact completely engaged in, in every way in the music that they're performing and so uh, the people that I was that I was sitting with we were just talking after the show and, and commenting on how nice it was to be in a place where it felt like everybody was engaged to the fullest extent in the music they were making so I didn't find it distracting I found it I found it very enjoyable well, that's good, and 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 um, you know the thing that it, it comes down to for me is, and I totally hear what you're saying about you know your frustration with 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 hearing some performances where you feel like people are are just being professional and, and not really meaning meaning things aren't necessarily coming from a deeper place, and. Um, uh, you know, uh, I, I I agree that there's a lot of that out there, but I I'm uh, you know, and and every, I and every you know the other guys and in, in Vijay's trio and and in all the groups that I'm a part of are adamant about notes having meaning. You know, you it's it's <laughs> it's imperative. Coming back uh, to the trio now and, and the CD reclamation, uh, I wanted to ask uh, what the absence of drums either allows you to do or, or demands of you, uh, you particularly on the bass or, or as a trio? Well, it allows and demands quite a few things. Um, one of the immediate things as far as allowing is that the I've found that although I'm, I'm blessed to play with uh, a lot of a lot of really amazing drummers, and I, you know, I love I love doing so. Um, with the acoustic bass, it's really easy for um, a lot of the expressive quality of the sound um, to get masked. And um, in a drumless ensemble, I feel like we're 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 able or specifically in this ensemble, I feel like we're able to exist in sort of a different um, dynamic range uh, that isn't always, well, I'll say it's, it's rarely explored in, in, in a more traditional jazz lineups. Um, 
And there's, you know, there's only so loud you can get the bass before it's a serious issue of diminishing returns. And uh, so I find that interesting to explore that that different zone. And um, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, but what it demands of us is that we're we're basically all simultaneously the rhythm section and the harmonic and melodic content. So we're, you know, and one one of the things that we worked on enormously when, when we were first putting putting uh, the group together and working on that Rosetta material was um, these the sort of passing around of those roles. Okay, who who needs to be pushing the time forward here so that the other members can lay back. You know who who's pushing, who's pulling, when, and uh, it, it's it's amazing how much work that took to to um, to get to the place where we are now. Thankfully, where we we don't have to work on that so much. It's sort of become part of the fundamental uh, part of the identity of the trio. When you know when we when we get together to play and we sort of pick back up on this ongoing conversation that we have musically it's uh now it's just part part of that Can you talk about the the effect that um, touring with your wife has had on uh, on playing in a drummerless context? Well, it's it's uh, <laughs> I've learned a lot from from working with with Jen through the years. We um, we recorded a duo album in 2002. It came out in 2002, just bass and voice of her music, and that was. That was a was and has continued to be um, a great learning process. Um, just one note at a time from each of us, bouncing it back and forth, and having to create all the, uh, the rhythmic propulsion and motion, as well as outlining the harmony and melody. And um, so then you know we've toured toured all over the country and and some in Europe. With with that duo, and also later on, uh, more recently, uh, a trio with Jamie Foxx on guitar. Um, so there's 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 been a lot of growth from that experience. You uh, you made that comment earlier about you know two guitars being pretty common in classic rock, and you know obviously I agree that's the case. But one thing that <laughs> strikes me as pretty different about this is that these two guitars are so incredibly exposed. I mean, there's nothing. 
whatever the three of you are playing, you can hear every single note. And that seems like it must be both pretty wonderful and also a little bit daunting, I would imagine. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's, uh, you could call it naked, you know, there's, there's, there's no, nowhere to hide. But, but what that allows to come through is, is what I was talking about earlier with that expressive quality of the bass that is, and, and the acoustic guitar and Jamie's electric guitar, all the, all the, the, the subtleties of the texture and the, the, all the colors and everything are, are allowed to, to, to shine through. When you, uh, when you are getting together to record this music or when you're on stage performing the music, does it sometimes go places that, that surprise you to unexpected places? I always hope it will, and, and if it doesn't, then, <laughs> then we're not doing our jobs, you know. <laughs> um, I, it, that's part of, um, yeah, I mean, that's what we're doing. We're improvising, and, and, uh, yeah, certainly there are areas that are sort of, depending on the composition, there, there are markers that need to be navigated and, or, or delineated, but there's, there's always, uh, there always needs to be room for things to develop and 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 change and um, and these guys these guys are s- such incredibly uh, uh, freely expressive musicians. It's um, it's it's just always it's always such a joy to to <laughs> to wait and listen for the what's happen next. You know, your uh, your career seems to have. Uh, kind of gotten to this nice place, at least from my point of view, where you're in several really consistent bands. Does that does that give you some more freedom to kind of explore who you are as a bassist when you have that level of trust with the people around you, either in this group or in Vijay's band or others that you're in? Yeah, it it really does. Um, I I definitely feel like the groups that I'm in now um, are, you know, everybody knows who I am and wants me there for who I am, you know, so there's, there's definitely more of a comfort level for me, you know, and, and I've, I've, I'm, I've grown more into who I am and, and, and continue to, um, so I feel like, I've, you know, there's more confidence in what I want to bring to an ensemble on my part, and I'm definitely feeling more trust. Um, you know, from 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 the uh, from my bandmates in in all these various ensembles. My guest is Stefan Crump. He and the Rosetta Trio have a new album out called Reclamation, uh, which I highly recommend. And uh, Stefan, it's been really fun talking to you about this record and and listening to it too. I thank you so much for uh, spending the time to talk about it. Uh, this has been great, Jason. Thank you.
That's music from Stefan Krump and Rosetta Trio, Liberty Elman and Jamie Foxx. That's from the new album Reclamation. It's on Sunnyside. I'm Jason Crane. This is The Jazz Session. The Jazz Session is presented by AllAboutJazz.com, the web's leading source for jazz news, reviews, MP3 downloads, and more. Every episode of the show is available for free in iTunes and at TheJazzSession.com. And at TheJazzSession.com, as you may remember from the intro to this show, there's a donate button if you uh, can find your way towards sending a little money in my direction. I would gladly accept it, because The Jazz Session isn't free to make, although it is free for you to listen to. And uh, much like public radio stations always do, I'll just uh, remind you that it would be great if you would support the show with your dollars in addition to your ears. Thanks. Speaking of people to thank, the Respect Sextet, who have a new album on the way. They recorded the theme music to this program, and you'll find information about them and their previous recordings, all of which should be in your collection, at respectsextet.com. Thanks also to Dave Vrabel. He designed the snazzy logo, and then when the All About Jazz thing happened, he designed the second snazzy logo for the jazz session. Thank you, Dave. Thanks to all of you for listening, and now... Away from your computers and your iPods and your fancy gadgets and get out there into the clubs and concert halls and parks in the summertime and support live jazz whenever and wherever you can. And then come back next time for another conversation about jazz on the Jazz Session. Thank you for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.